Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Last week we were talking about what? The week before faith. The week before faith. We've been talking about faith. We stopped last week. Um, I believe we read this scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, 9. 1 Corinthians 12, 9. Did we read that scripture last week? I think we ended up there. But anyway, let's let's pick it up from there. 1 Corinthians 12, 9. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. Amen. Amen. So we're, we're talking about that um, there are different kinds of giftings. Amen. But it is one spirit. Amen. And so, um, you know, there is different kinds of faith. There is general faith and then there is um, the gift of faith. Amen? Or special faith. Now, I want to announce to you that all believers have faith. Just in case you're not sure. You're saved, but you're not sure that you have faith. Well, all believers have faith. Are you a believer? Then you have faith. Amen? We are believers. We have faith. Else <laughs> we wouldn't be saved, would we? Because um, 2 Corinthians 4, 13 Let's read it. Are we there yet? 2 Corinthians 4.13. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Yeah. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and, and therefore, therefore speak. We also speak. So all believers have faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Ephesians 2. We'll be doing a bit of Bible drill. Ephesians 2, two 8 and 9. Yeah. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Amen. Amen. So, we've been saved, not of works, but we've been saved through faith. Amen. So, we're saying all believers have faith. Amen? If you're born again, if you're a believer, if you have given your life to Christ, you have faith. Are you with me? Because, well, how do I, how do I know? Because it takes faith to be saved. Without faith, you cannot be saved. Amen? Um, you know, faith is something that we don't have to beg God for, faith is something that we don't have to pray for. Are you with me? Uh -huh. Because, you see, if, if you go to the doctors, um, I mean, you can't, let me just say, you can't beg the doctor to give you an arm. 
When a child is born, we don't ask the doctors to try and put, you know, beg for an arm or something because the child is born with an arm. Are you with me? Um, faith is one of the attributes of God. And so if you're born of God, then you have faith. Are you with me? If you're born of God, you have faith. This, you know, because God, his at, one of his attributes is faith. The same way that in the natural, parents or children has the attributes of their parents. The same way, spiritually, we have the attributes of God. One of them is faith. And so we have it. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11.6 that without faith, it is impossible that we will ever please God. Amen? Well, you say, well, I don't, I don't really want to please him. I just want to be a Christian. Well, you know, it doesn't work that way. You want to live a life that pleases him. And without faith, you cannot please him. So, if God wants us to have faith, then he has provided for us means by which we can produce faith. Are you with me? If he wants us to have faith, then he has made provision for us by in, in a way that we can have the faith. So faith comes by hearing. That's one of the ways that God or the way that God has given to us to have faith. Are you with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? God has made a way for us so that we can have faith, so that we can please him, so that we can be saved. Amen? And, you know, um, it, 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 it says that faith comes by hearing. Are you with me? If you have faith, it means that you have heard. What have you heard? You've heard the word. Amen? I'm going line by line, precept by precept. So we just have to wait till we get there. So faith come here, comes by here in Romans 10, 17. Romans ten seventeen. So faith. Romans ten seventeen reads. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. So faith comes to us by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. The Bible is called the word of faith. Romans 10.8. Romans 10.8 reads, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Amen. Amen. So, faith comes by hearing the word. 
Amen. And the Bible is the word of faith. Amen. So, for you to act, for you to walk by faith, you need to know the word of faith, which is the word of God. Amen. That is the word that you hear, not any word, but the word of God. That when you hear and you take the necessary steps, then your faith begins to work. Amen? So, faith is of the heart. Faith is in the realm of the spirit. I said last, I believe last week or two weeks ago, I gave you two, you know, the natural faith and then the spiritual one. Faith is of the spirit. The faith that we are talking about here, we're talking about faith that is of the spirit. We're talking, we talked about the natural faith. Everybody walks by faith, no matter how, you know, whether you believe God or you don't believe God, you still walk by faith. Are you with me? There is an element of faith that we walk in in the natural. Are you with me? And so, we're talking about this faith which is in the realm of the spirit. Amen? Faith works in your heart. Amen? Doubt, faith works in your heart with doubt in your head. With doubt in your head. Praise the Lord. Please listen to me carefully. Faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. That means faith will work in your heart, your spirit, with your mind not fully comprehending. Let me, let me explain that. You see, doubt in your head, doubt in your mind, is your mind cannot comprehend it. Are you with me? But in your spirit, you believe it, can, it will happen. Are you with me? So, you you know, and that's why Mark 11, 24 says that, and shall not doubt in his heart. There is a place that you, when you doubt, your faith not working. But you see, you can't stop the devil from telling you things. Are you with me? So, People that walk by faith, there is always the devil telling them it ain't going to happen. The devil don't stop just because you've graduated into university of faith walk. He does not stop. And so, you know, if you, you have a situation where you are believing God and you know that it's really possible, and you are believing, and you're doing all, you've got the scripture, you're, you're meditating, you're speaking, 
but still you're wondering. Are you with me? For as long as that wonder, that thought does not take over your heart, as long as that, and how does that happen? How do you work it out? No. I, I, I really believe that God's gonna there was, there was when, I, when we were at Mama there was a day there was this guy came from America. The guy had AIDS and we were praying for him. And I had so, so, so much faith that this guy, God's going to heal him. I said to him, I will put our house, I will put it on, on a bed that God will heal you. I really believe that God will heal that guy. You know what? There's nothing that came to my mind that didn't get the results. And you know, within two weeks, the guy went and hung himself. But I had faith and I had no doubt. But there had, there had been situations that you are believing God, but you wonder. Amen. It sounds as if other people have experienced the same. You are believing God, but you wonder. And so then, when the wonder comes in, what do you do? The word that you are standing on, what's the word? You know, the, 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 the word of faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. And so the word that you have received from God, the, 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 the revelation that has come to you, that in the word that you believe that God will do what you are asking him for, it is that word when the thought of negative comes to you, you quote that word. Are you with me? So you are doubting whether those needs are going to be met. And so when the thought comes in to say, look, look what, you've blown it. The money is not going to come. You say, I know God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He has brought me this far. He is not going to disappoint me. I know God will come through for me. I know it is coming. I know, and the I know is not just mere words. It is the I know that I know. It is the I know that I know in my spirit. Are you with me? So, there is doubt in your head, but you are overcoming that doubt. That's why the Bible says a double, James says a double-minded person cannot receive anything from God. Not that thought will not come, but you don't entertain it. Not that thought will not come. And when a thought comes, a negative thought comes to you, that, that does not mean you are doubting. You can't, like I said, you cannot stop the devil from telling you things. You know, you can't lock your mind door to say, 
Mr. Devil, you can't enter. No, he will always throw thoughts. But how you deal with the thoughts will determine whether you are doubting or not. Because when the thought comes, didn't the devil speak to Jesus? What did Jesus do? It is written. So Jesus did not allow doubt. Amen. And we have to do the same thing. And it has nothing to do with the circumstances that surrounds what the situation. It has absolutely not, no, it has nothing to do with the circumstance. Because if you look, you see, you are looking in the natural. That's why you are looking at the circumstance. But you need to look in the spirit. Because the provision is made in the spirit. And God is a spirit and is dealing with you in the realm of the spirit, not in the physical. The just shall live by faith. It is the spirit of faith. It is in the faith is in the realm of the spirit. Because you see, God will do it in a way that He will take the glory. Praise the Lord. If it's so easy, if you look in the natural, come on now. I don't I don't believe God. I don't believe. Now let me not just say it that way. But you see. If I'm believing God for something, if I'm believing God for, you know, let me use illustration that is a lot easier. And that's money. If I'm believing God for 10 pounds, or let's just say 100, 100 pounds, I'm believing God for 100 pounds to pay a bill, right? And so um, I, I've, got, I've got 500 pounds in my account. See, when I sign a check of 100 pounds to pay that bill, although God is the one that has supplied all my needs, and that's why I have the 500 pounds in the bank, but you see, I, I, I'm not really convinced that God made that provision. Are you with me? And I'm not really saying, you know, I'm walking by faith. God has supplied my needs. Although he is the one that has supplied are you with me? But when I am faced with a 2,000 pound bill and I've only got 200 pounds in the bank, then I am believing God to meet that need. Hallelujah. My, my point, so when that need is met, guess what? I know that I didn't have the money. God provided the money. So God wants to do it in a way that he will get the glory. Amen. So when you are low, it is only an opportunity for God to do something in your life. When you are low, when it is tough, when situations are unbearable, God is preparing something to do in your life. He did not allow, he did not permit, or he did not bring that situation, but he's going to use that situation to do something in your life. I always say, when God wants to do something in your life, he will first of all ask you to do something. 
he will first of all ask you to do something. He, when he wants to bless you, he wants you to bless someone first. Sow a seed. Sow a seed. And I want to encourage us as a church, we ought to look after each other. Praise the Lord. We ought to be looking after each other. Not that we're not, but we ought to look after each other. You know, we that are in the household of God, we'll be judged first. Praise the Lord. So we're looking after each other. What was I saying? Amen. So faith is of the heart. Faith is not a mental agreement. Proverbs 3, 5. Just Proverbs 3, 5. I was just trying to, you know, teach, but then it turns into preaching. Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. Amen. Amen. Understanding. That's the mind. The physical, you know, the physical, mental ascent, the mind, you, you can't trust it. Don't lean on your own understanding. In my observation over the years, people will assume something and eventually it is a completely the opposite. Why? Because they are leaning on their own understanding. Leaning on their own understanding. And making people do or say something that they haven't said. Don't lean on your own understanding. At times... What you see, if you go behind the screen, is a completely different thing. Praise the Lord. So, faith can work in your heart without in your head. You can believe, you can believe something without understanding it. If I tell you, how does God, is there anyone here that God has healed? Amen. Amen. I see a few hands. God has actually healed you. Now, explain it to me. How did it happen? How did it happen? How did you all of oh, how did you get healed? Situation that turns around. How did it happen? Alisa. How did it happen? Situation that turned around. How did it happen? Do you have any understanding? You know, do you know how it happened? Do you know how God did it? So you see, all you need to do is to believe God without actually understanding how it is going to be done. Thank you, Roger. So faith will work without actually understanding it. 
He said, well, you know, how is it going to be? I mean, we, we've got so-and-so, we've got so-and-so, we've got this. How is it going to be? I heard a story about, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a denomination earlier on here in this country. Um, it's at um, the um, Smithfield, they said the guy was. And he would get out, get up in the morning. He had orphanages and um, children, they were feeding and so on and so forth. And then they get up in the morning and they will set breakfast, but they have nothing. No breakfast, no food. But they will set, get the children and sit down and set up breakfast. And then they will, he says, let's pray and bless the food. I mean, there's nothing on the table. There's nothing in the kitchen. But he's believing that the children are going to have breakfast. I mean, how can you have a mind? Are you stupid or something? Are you with me? And they say, just as they finish praying, the doorbell will go. Somebody with boxes of milk and food and Vincent to come and deliver this. So faith, that's why you need to understand that faith is in the realm of the spirit. With your natural senses, you can never walk by faith. Praise the Lord. And you know, some of us that are very intelligent, very intelligent in the natural realm, I should say, we struggle to walk by faith because our senses are telling us, come on, you should know better. You are educated, aren't you? How do you let the, why, why are you letting them fool you like this? That's why, you know, Jesus didn't take a lot of the disciples, a lot of them were a lot, I didn't say all of them, but a lot of them were not all that highly educated. Praise the Lord. That's why, that's why he called me. Praise the Lord. That's why he called me. You know, so it makes life easier. You, don't, you can laugh. You can laugh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, um, if it is just a mental agreement, you don't act on what you say you believe. If you believe in something and it is just in the mind and it's not in the heart, in other words, it's more in the physical than the spiritual, you don't act on it. Praise the Lord. I'm going to try and stop this, praise the Lord. But if it is a heart faither, you will act on what you say you believe. Faith is a way of life, Romans 1.17. Faith is a way of life. The just shall live by faith. 
Galatians 3.11, the just shall live by faith. Habakkuk 2.4, the just shall live by faith. Praise the Lord. If you are believing something all the time, whether right, I mean, yes, you are believing something all the time, whether it is right or wrong. Doubt is also believing. When you are doubting something, it is also believing. Are you with me? Well, you are doubting that it won't work. You believe that it won't work. So it's a kind of believing. So in life, you know, when, I, when I'm walking, look at how this young guy, how I walk, right? When I lift up my foot, I believe that there is something under me that will sustain me when I put it down. I'm not going to go down. Are you with me? And so in everything, whatever, wherever we are, we are walking by faith. Whatever we do, faith, faith is in it. It's just that we, our senses take dominion of our life that we are unable or we don't walk more in the realm of faith spiritually. Amen? But we need to. We need to move more in the realm of faith, in the spiritual faith that is of the spirit. Amen? Praise the Lord. Many believe that all things are possible. We believers, many of us, we believe that all things are possible. Is that right? Matthew nineteen twenty six. Matthew nineteen twenty six. <clears throat> but Jesus looked at them and said to them, "With men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible." Amen. Amen. Um, we're not going to read this one, but Mark ten twenty seven also says the same thing, but. You know, all things are possible to him that believe. But those that believe that all things are possible, they don't want to believe that all things are possible to him that believe. All right, that's a bit confusing. Let me clarify that. See, most of us believe that all things are possible In what? In God. All things are possible. Many believe that all things are possible in, in God. Amen? But to believe, read that scripture again, 19. But Jesus looked at them and said, said to them, with men, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. But with God, all things are possible. So many believe that with God, all things are possible. 
Many believe that with God, all things are possible. So we have faith that with God, everything is possible. But we need to also have faith that um, that within us, all things are possible also to us. Amen? All things are possible in God. But we also need to believe that all things are possible to us. Amen? And that is the faith we are talking about. You know, the Bible says as Mary, with God nothing shall be impossible. And we believe that. But again, Mark 11, 24 says, you know, you, whatever you say, if you believe, you will have it. That means all things are possible to you and I also. All things are possible to you and I also. Men, praise the Lord. Are you with me? You know, when you are walking that way, Okay, read Mark 9, 23. Just a scripture to back up what we're saying. Mark 9, 23. Wait. Jesus said to them, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Amen. Amen. So if you can believe... All things are possible to him that believes. So if you believe, then all things are possible to you. Are you with me? And when you are walking this walk, when you are walking this walk, people will see you as you are not very intelligent. You know, people will see you that you are a bit, a bit funny. You're a bit odd. But you see, that, that, that should be all right with you. You can't please the crowd and please God. So if you're going to walk by faith, you're going to be doing things that will make you look a bit weird, a bit odd. But that should be all right with you. Because, you see, the natural man cannot receive anything from God. The natural man cannot understand the spiritual things. 1 Corinthians 2.14. Like you say, we're doing a bit of Bible drill. 1 Corinthians 2.14. 1 Corinthians 2.14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the natural man cannot receive anything from God. If you have faith, you can move mountains. But this faith we are talking about is not in the physical. 
How do we let's read Mark eleven twenty three? And then you know Mark eleven. Mark eleven twenty three reads For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Amen. 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. Amen. So, the word of God, see, this is a scripture that you can stand on to believe God for whatever you have need of. Because it says that whatever you ask, when you, when you pray, believe that you've received. When you pray, believe that you have received. Is that what it says? Belie believe that you have, not you are going to. Thank you. Believe that you've received. And you will, you will have it. So the minute you pray, I, I mean, how do you get into a point of prayer? Can you put that thing on for me, my orange? Praise the Lord. I, I want us to see this. See, this is faith. I call this faith components. Right? This is faith. Can you go to the next one? And it has four components. Are you with me? Now, anytime I use this illustration, bear with me that when we take when we take one of these off, it's still an orange, it's still fade, but it's incomplete. Are you with me? So go to the next one. So, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. So, you hear, then what's the next? You say. You see, Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says that, you know, um, if you confess the Lord Jesus Christ, how do you confess? What do you confess? What do you confess? You confess what you have heard. Are you with me? You know, somebody, somebody in his, went to some program, he heard somebody preaching, and then he went home. He thought about it. So, well, I'm, I'm going to give my life to Jesus. I'm going to church tomorrow. He heard. He had digested the word that he had heard. And now he's saying, I'm going to give my life to Christ. So, you preachers, 
When somebody comes and to your church and gives his life to Jesus, you know, nine out of ten, it was somebody that sowed a seed. Some people, when they are coming to church, they have already made up their mind. They're coming. It's not your preaching. And I know sometimes it's not my preaching. They've already made up their mind at home. They're coming to give their life to Jesus. And so they can't wait for you to make an altar call. They're right there like a shot. So they've heard something. And they've confessed at home in their heart and with their mind. They've even prayed a prayer. Glory to God. So faith comes by hearing. And then you say what you heard. Confess it. The next one. Then you believe. So it's hearing, saying, and believing. The components. Hearing, saying, believing. But it's still incomplete. It's not a full faith. It is only three parts of the faith. See, it, James says that it is the doer that gets blessed, not the hearer. Are you with me? It is the doer that gets blessed, not the hearer. You can hear, you can say, you can believe, but it is still incomplete. You're still, like I said last time, Brian Hagen, he says, I believe I'm healed. He's lying down 18 months in a, in a sick bed. I believe I'm healed. And then the Holy Spirit said, well, if you are healed, why are you lying down? You've been lying down 18 months. And if you say you are healed now, why are you still in the same place? Glory to God. Glory to God. So you, you, you may hear, you may be confessing, and you may be believing. Now get up and do something. Do that which you have heard. Acting. Acting. Acting on what? Acting on the original, the word. Acting on that promise that you are standing on to say, I am healed, or I believe, or, you know, God will come through. Act on that. Because if you believe he has come through for you, why are you still in that same place? Sometimes it is emotional that you need to break the chains of. Sometimes you are bound emotionally and you need to get up and break the chains of. It may be a jacket that you may throw it away. It, whatever that it is, you need to get out of that situation. Act on, do something different. Do something about your situation. You can't sit at the same place and say, I believe. You believe what? Now lie. If you believe, then let's see. Jesus says, where is your faith? You see, faith is, is visible. Although it's in the realm, when you act, it becomes visible. 
So act on your faith until you act on what you are saying. You are, I ain't gonna get nothing. True, man. You ain't gonna get nothing. You will get absolutely nothing. And you can scream and scream and scream and pray and pray and pray and fast and pray. If it has to be done by faith, you need to act eventually. You need to act eventually. Thank you, darling. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Finally, we'll laugh, you know. <laughs> Finally, we'll laugh. But church, you know, it hurts me a lot when people are not applying the word. But I see a great change that is happening now in this ministry. I see a great change. And I want you to continue. I want you to continue. Act on the word. God will always come through for you. I wish I can go on for another half an hour. But it is serious that we're doing, so we have to stop somewhere. Let's all stand. Father God, we bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.